Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. I've got my fingers crossed, Mike Carmen. I've got my fingers crossed right now because, uh-huh. you know, we've been able to talk about him a decent amount, but he's always been part of the conversation when we talk about my heat. Because, you know, I picked the heat to go to the NBA finals, you know, right before the, uh, the playoffs started. And, you know, of, of the big conversations we have, we talk about the Miami Heat bench and how good it is and how they have a lot of guys. But Tyler Hero has become the Miami bench you know as time has gone on there's not a lot of points not a lot of stats out there for anybody else because he's getting them all and he had a phenomenal first half for the heat who go into the third quarter with a six-point lead right now 50 to 44 as Tyler Hero 15 points off the bench six out of ten from the floor because you know what I'm waiting to be able to do stuff like this TJ Miami looking and finally a hero comes along DJ, 
Wow. DJ, Eric Spolster hear, hoping. Who is that? Who sings that? Is that uh, Mariah Carey? Uh, and then a, a hero comes And then, yeah, that's Mariah Carey. Okay, I'm just making sure for those that might not know that. Yeah. Well, with, with Guy Hawk, I, got, I got a whole bunch of them. I mean, I got, I got, I got uh, TJ, Tyler hoping to be your hero, baby. Guys. I mean, then we get that. The, and, then, and then we also get Eric Spolstra hoping that Tyler can be a hero just for one day. DJ. I mean, there's, there's, there's so many of them. Wow. I'm holding out for a hero has to follow in short order. Um, look, hey, 15 points. This kid's a star. Right? TJ, I mean, he's got to be good. He's got to be strong. And he's got to make some threes in the second half. He's ready to fight. Uh, and he certainly uh, has battled do. through. He's scrappy going after loose balls. Had five rebounds in the first half. I think the the best play, though, was there was a – they, they came up and deed on him. Ball kind of gets kicked around. Defender goes flailing. He picks it back up. Nobody collapses on him, so he calmly just shoots a little jump shot and, and hits it and moves on, looking around like, why did nobody come and guard me once I secured the ball? <laughs> but that's the way it is. I mean, he averaged 13.5 per game in the regular season and the restart uh, and having a, a whale of a series here. I mean, he's become a star here in Orlando. Not so much, TJ, a jukebox, but a full-court hero for the Miami Heat, TJ. Uh, look, the thing about Tyler here, here's your friendly reminder that he went 13th overall yeah. in the draft last year. 13, when he's arguably been the third-best rookie uh, in, in the draft class, right, behind Zion and behind John Morant. He has never met a shot he has been afraid of. Yeah. And, and it's amazing because, look, when you go to Kentucky, it's that rule that you can only play 30 games and you have to go to the NBA, but I don't want to go. You have to go. They, they, I got 30 games for you, John Calipari says, and then that's it. Then I don't know what we can do, but you got to go. Okay. And, and he has come in and usually, hey, guys come in, try to find the role. It takes them time. And he has come in saying, I don't care. I will take big shots. I will do whatever. I need to do I'm coming in with absolutely zero fear and that's the way he has played from the beginning uh, he's already played 18 minutes tonight again leading the team in points with 15 and there's those nights and we talk about it all the time you, there's a there's a bit of a a a pattern to NBA playoff series when you go back and look at a series that ends you go say okay where was the game or two here where the winning team had a big night a huge night from somebody off their bench you weren't expecting it to be that big and you point to those games and you see a team that wins that series and certainly Tyler here is a really good player but I mean he could score 30 tonight and, and as good as he is, is he a guy that you think could score 30? No, but tonight could be that night, and there's your outlier game, and you circle it. So for every team, every playoff series, you have your stars play at one level, but where are those? where's that game or two where, boy, somebody unaccounted for just absolutely went off? That's the difference between winning and losing. And you, in every single box score game, seven game, five, six game, five game, whatever it is here, you see and you see that, and tonight could be that night for Tyler Hero. For my heat, because, you know, I, I picked the heat to go to the final before the playoffs started against your Celtics against my Celtics to go to the finals before the playoffs started. I tried calling into the Laker locker room at halftime uh, (laughs) not to congratulate them but to remind Jason Tatum to wake the blank up Uh, zero points in 19 minutes as we sit here uh, on my television uh, about nine just over nine minutes remaining uh, in the third quarter Tatum 0 for 7 from the field in the first half, 0 for 4 from 3. Did have 7 rebounds and 3 assists, but turned the ball over four times, had three fouls. So a miserable, 
absolutely and and I don't think the Lakers called to say that anybody had to have any extra foul shots in this game. Uh, mm. But, you know, he got his three fouls. Sorry, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Uh, but 20, 20 minutes played now uh, and a big goose egg in the scoring column for your leader, which means you've now seen the lead balloon as we get here into the third. Now, I know you were kidding, but I'm pretty sure you would get fired if you really did try to call to the Celtics locker room to talk to Jason Tatum. I'm Why pretty sure you would fired? get fired. Now, I, I, don't, I, I just I don't know. I wasn't, I just don't think- all I was going to try to do is just make sure he was awake. You know, but Ask I, him if he was feeling okay, if he needed to get something off his mind. I don't know. You know, no, just I, that kind of thing, buddy. No, I don't he know. It's all, all positive and encouraging. Oh, no, I think they could have eased. Oh, no, that, that's like a fireable offense, right? I mean, buddy, you call, I'll, you just po- I'll just show positivity. Wait, wait, wait. Fireable? Are we really going to do this? I, <laughs> Given I, the I, last I, week I, and I a half worry, or so? Buddy, I would, I would worry about that. You trying to call this. What if you got through to Brad Stevens? What, hello? Hey, it's Harmon. Harmon, <laughs> look, look and if he's if he's picking up the phone, we got bigger problems. This is Mike Harmon. You would say that is right, and then they would go, "Oh boy, oh, Harmon's true. on the phone." That would that would be the way I would yell it, just like oh. that. I know. I, I I'd worry about you, buddy. I I, I don't, that would be it would be a tough thing if you actually did get through to the Celtics locker room at halftime. Look, man, I'm all about trying to provide positivity and motivation. The one nine hundred lose my ass, where people can watch me in abject misery as my hamstrings start to tighten up. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. And likewise, here, I'm just looking for a little more effort. That's all. I'm looking all right. for a contribution. And I, I don't. I wouldn't curse at him. I wouldn't be cross. I, I'd just try to ask and say, "Are you okay?" Now, I see. I think you would plan it that way, and then it would get out of control. Well, only like if you, you came with an attitude then, on the other end. Oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I, 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 you would get attitude, of it's course. A, you it's, would all, say, it's all about how I'm received. He would really say, this, I'm Jason Tatum. The other guy on the show, Jason Smith, he said really good things about me. He loves me. I know I'm a little bit inconsistent here, and I'm turning the ball over at the end of games, and I shouldn't, but you get out, you get out of my face, and then you would really get upset. I mean, oh, that, okay. that, that's when things get out of control, I think. You think it would escalate quickly? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because I got a feeling in a situation like that, you'd, you'd be a, you wouldn't be a slow escalator. You'd be a quick escalator. You'd be like well, one of those department store escalators that want to get you to the next level really fast so you could buy more stuff. You know, I got to get up there really, well, really you fast. You can't fault a good strategy. <laughs> I mean, that, that's true. Uh, but, you know, look, it's an emotional day. You talked about just making sure everybody's safe in cities across the country uh, as we, we go. And, and I got punched in the face twice this morning, man. The, wow. the passing of Gail Sayers and then right on the heels of that, the road warrior animal. You yeah. know me, I, I like a good yeah. face painting, and, and I'd ripped off his designs for years uh, to, you know, for Halloweens and other things. So, I mean, maybe that would get my fuse a little bit shorter in any conversation with Brad Stevens <laughs> or Jason Tatum today. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Uh, and, and really quick for a couple minutes on Gail Sayers, you know, pro football Hall of Famer who had his career cut short due to injury. Of course, his his life and career became more famous with the very famous movie Brian Song uh, with James Caan and Billy D. Williams. It was about the friendship between Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo, uh, his teammate on the Bears who passed away due to a very aggressive form of cancer. A very famous movie of the 1970s, and that's really, you know, what people are talking about. I remember that. Billy D. Williams put out a statement today about acting in the movie. James Caan put it out there. I mean, it was really something to see them talk about a movie that these guys did 50 years ago. 
I mean, really, these, they, they did this yeah. movie 50 years ago, and still you had great statements from James Caan and Billy D. Williams. And just, you know, of all the things about Gale Sayers, and, and there's some people who are hearing his name for the first time, some people who remember some of the highlights they saw, this is a guy who really lost his career after five years because of, of bad knee injuries. And this is, you know, late 60s, early 70s. This guy was a five-time All-Pro player. He averaged five yards per carry. This is my favorite Gale Sayers story of all time because this I can't believe that actually happened, and it makes me believe in mind over medicine sometimes, is that in late in the 1968 season, he tore his ACL and his MCL, right? So if you tear your ACL, MCL late in the season, you're not coming back. Right, right away. You're not going to play right at the beginning of the next season. Remember Carson Palmer and the whole big comeback he tried to after his knee got shredded in the playoff game back in the early 2000s? You're not coming back to play. I mean, you, you, this is ACL, MCL. You might miss the entire next season because it's so tough. Not only does he come back to play in 1969, he leads the NFL in rushing. So he tears his ACL and his MCL late in the season, comes back, and then leads the league in rushing the next year. I mean, a a body should not be able to do that. And that's where sometimes I go, that's mind over medicine. That is, no, I'm okay. No, but you have a torn ACL, torn MCL. Yeah, but it really only uh, affects me if I let it. And, I mean, to be able to go out there that fast and be that kind of marvel, that's some kind of story. I still can't get over about how well he was able to come back and, and who knows what damage that did to him later on in his, in his career because he, only, he never really regained that form in, in 71 and 72. And so he had to retire very, very young. But to be able to come back like that, that that's like great guy moments in history. I'm going to shred my knee and then, you know, six months later I'm going to be back and go lead the yeah. league in rushing. That's some kind of achievement right there. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that growing up in Chicago, I mean, obviously we had Walter Payton, but all, all the, you know, men in my family, my dad, my uncles, my, my grandpa, all, everybody was, this guy is the best player. It's him and Jim Brown, right, at the top of the class. And for Gail Sayers, obviously it's a different time. You, you don't recover from knee injuries. So the story of, you know, coming back, averaging 4.4 per carry and, and being the only guy to go over 1,000 yards is just uh, – ridiculous right relative to the time and space that we're in in terms of of recovery from those kind of injuries but you know that he was the best and then the comparisons to Barry Sanders when you watch the video clips uh and the quick jump cut and once he was in the open open field you weren't catching him so uh just amazing to go through some of those videos today I know a lot of uh friends in media back in Chicago that was their guy man that was their guys. So uh, just uh, a tough day uh, in, in the city of Chicago. They're losing a legend. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The most bizarre story of the day comes to us out of the NFL, and it surrounds Chargers quarterback Terod Taylor. Now, Sunday, we found out right before game time that Taylor wasn't going to play. He suffered an injury to his rib cage, his, his, his upper torso, and wasn't going to be able to play, and it happened during warm-ups. Nobody knew what it was. Justin Herbert started. Austin Eckler said, we didn't know that Herbert was going to be the quarterback until he walked into the huddle. Herbert had a phenomenal game. I mean, he made one big mistake and it was one that potentially flipped the game. He threw that sure. bad pick at the goal line when he, can, he could have run for a first down. Uh, but the Chargers clearly have found their quarterback of the future. And it was shocking after the game was over to hear head coach Anthony Lynn still stay say he was standing behind Terod Taylor and when he is healthy, 
He's their quarterback. This was Anthony Lynn from Sunday. Wait and see. I mean, I'm not going to answer that question right now. I want to wait and see what type of health Tyrod is in. He was our starter for a reason. If he's 100% ready to go, then, you know, uh, he's our starter. But I know that Justin can pick up the slack if he can't. So this was on Sunday, and it was, what, what, what are you doing? I mean, I get it. You want to be loyal to Terod Taylor. You know, you, you have a history with him, obviously. You thought he was going to be the quarterback, but you knew he was only going to be the quarterback until Justin Herbert is ready. Herbert clearly has shown that he is ready. But then today, now you understand a little bit of why Anthony Lynn was so uh, standing in front of this and saying Terod's our guy is because we found out that Terod Taylor had his lung accidentally punctured by a Chargers team doctor that was trying to give him a painkiller shot before the game on Sunday. And it's become an incredible story with twists and turns in it. The doctor trying to give the shot. You can't really see where it's going. And and he wound up having to be taken to the hospital. And Terod Taylor is okay, which is the best part. But obviously, you have a team doctor puncturing Terod Taylor's lung. And it's, whoa, 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 a doctor doing this? And immediately all the questions come out. Can Terod Taylor sue the Chargers? Is this a legal thing? And the first thing, and now obviously there's, it's a sticky situation, it's tricky, but if you accept help from a doctor uh, on an NFL team, this is in, in the collective bargain agreement, if you accept do- medical care from a team doctor, you can't sue them. Now, does this mean absolutely there's nothing you can do if something happens? No, but it makes it tricky because you're accepting team help from a doctor, and it's not like the doctor's running up behind Terod Taylor while he's not looking and jamming him with a needle well, going, there it the is, thing. there's your painkiller, there it is. So that, that part of it, which I know has become part of the conversation, that's a bit more trickier than here's bad medical care, what's next? Yeah, I mean, you're not getting a painkilling shot unless you're asking for the painkilling shot. Right, this isn't James Woods in any given Sunday running around <laughs> with his own personal dispensary uh, as you go through. This was he asked for it, and there's going to be a risk with this type of injection. And unfortunately, this is the result for Terod Taylor. I don't know that there's a a legal leg to stand on here, uh, except to to say that the the team obviously Anthony. Anthony Lynn and, and team, you know, they, they want to be behind him on the larger scale. I know the conversation about Chargers team doctors going back uh, starts getting dra- dragged back in, up as well. So that's a whole other uh, part of the conversation. Uh, but, you know, my thought was, look, you beat Cincinnati. It was going to be a grinded out kind of year under Terod Taylor, right? Play defense, win games without the sex appeal that L.A. loves, but he's not going to turn the ball over. And he's a guy that, you know, is, is he's a good steward of the ball, which just means he's not winging it around and throwing bad interceptions. And he does something that Phillip Rivers didn't, which is also, besides take care of the ball, is also he could run, uh, you know, from and one inside the five or any point in the field, which you couldn't run with Phillip for years. But the idea also that he would keep the job so long as it was moving along. And once you insert the rookie, if he struggles, historically it's it's a lot tougher to pull the guy back out. Right, because then you're pot committed to. All right, we've already turned the turned over to the to the young guy. So say week five, six, seven, suddenly Herbert, 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 <laughs> Herbert Ribbit. You, you're uh, gonna Herbert. have you're gonna have Sherbert after after in the next few minutes. I may aren't you? That's I what it may is. go. You're gonna have go Sherbert. Find you said some, Herbert. Right? 
I sure. hadn't thought about that, but I might go do that now. Uh, <laughs> but but if Herbert were to struggle for an extended stretch, it's awful difficult to say, you know what, let's go put the rook back on the bench. Right. He should be strong enough to do that, should understand, hey, you know, this is what we need to do to push forward. But as we know, the ego is a uh, fragile thing at times and also where your spot is as a leader on a team, etc. You know, you want to keep that as uh, keep that continuity wherever you can. So, you know, for Terod Taylor, I, I had no doubt that they were going to try to to keep the line moving as best they could. Uh, this is just horrible. Horrible news. Yeah. It's a horrible. It's horrible news for him. And, and to look, because look, he's already not going to play Sunday. The Chargers said, listen, you know, he's not going to play, and Justin Herbert's going to be our starter. And really, Herbert's kind of going to be the starter unless he really regresses. Because here's the thing with Terod Taylor your doctor punctured his lung. You can't run him back out there really fast. And that's not, that's not going to be a good look. You can't, you can't say, well, he punctured his lung, but now he's okay to play. He's going to be out a while. And, and, you know, Herbert, as long as he shows he can play, he's got to be the guy because this is who you drafted him for. Look, Terod Taylor knows I'm only going to be the starter here for a certain amount of time. And then Justin Herbert's going to take over. Just like Ryan Fitzpatrick knows I'm going to start for a certain amount of time with Miami, and then it's going to be Tua. That, that's, that's just how it, it's going to be. And everybody knows this. And, and this is a case where – it's difficult, but you can see that it, to postpone the future is really difficult. And and even though it, it's become a weird topic and the Chargers really haven't dealt with it the greatest because this is where they could use my uh, PR advice is that, listen, don't talk about when something like this happens. Don't talk about what's going on on the field and that Taylor's going to get the job back. This is, hey, we had something happen. We're, ta- we're worried about Terod Taylor's health right now, which you have to be because that's number one is that he's got to be okay. And you got to be on him with a team of doctors and make sure things are all right because you screwed up. You really, really screwed up. It's not about what's going on on the field. And that is the narrative of this story. But it got out of control with, well, why is it Terod Taylor and why isn't it Justin Herbert? And Anthony Lynn could have tamped it down a bit. And there's times, I think, where Anthony Lynn is a little bit in over his head. Not so much over Not Vic Fangio in over his head where I'm not going to call timeouts because, you know, that's just what they're expecting me to do. But sometimes a li- you know, certain things he deals with, I feel like, boy, he's a little bit over his head. And this was a case where, hey, this is a human thing right now. This is Terod Taylor and his health and the doctor screwed up and you need to come clean and say this is what happened because this is a really, really big deal. So that's where it should have gone. And then suddenly this whole quarterback controversy thing is not as big a deal. And of course, Justin Herbert's going to play because of Terod Taylor. And of course, we're going to take care of him. And then it, it, it as bad as it is, it's, it's, it's a rough story for the Chargers. When you hear a team doctor screwed things up and and gave somebody a shot and punctured a lung, you know, th- this at least says, OK, I see where this story is. I see what the Chargers are doing and they're concentrating on the right thing. We don't need to worry about the on the field product right now. And this also lessens the pressure on Justin Herbert. Herbert, who had a great day just flinging the ball up and down the field against the Super Bowl champs, but now he's got to prepare. He's got to learn what it is to be the starting quarterback. Other teams, they, they have video on him now. They can look and see what his tendencies are, and he can kind of prepare 
kind of out of the white hot spotlight. So I thought the Chargers could have handled this a little bit differently, knowing what the story was. They knew this what the story was. And yeah. I don't know if they were trying to keep it a secret for a while and, and, and hopefully it wouldn't get out, which is ridiculous because it's 2020 and everything gets out. But this is one of those cases where I thought, boy, they knew and they could have gotten ahead of this and handled it better, where when this story came up, it was, it was less of a, wow, what the hell is going on than it would have been had they done it otherwise. Yeah, make sure that he's healthy and pushing ahead. And Sunday morning, it was just confusion, right? Confusion reigned as as Herbert went out onto the field, looking around at each other, going, "Uh, there's there's big doings here," and and you hear chest injury. It's like, all right, what happened? Stretching? Because I mean, weird things happen just in innocuous movements, right? When you when you're a player or a non-player? How many people injured themselves going to try to fire up their lawnmower uh, in the summer? I mean, there's just so many of those things that happen. Uh, but one thing we know is the, the kid can wing it. Obviously, there's some refinement to be done, but it, it would be a much different looking offense uh, if he's the guy long term. So we'll look ahead to this Sunday and we hope for good things and a quick recovery for Terod Taylor. The investigation of how this happened and what the team doctor did. And obviously the rest of there, there's a lot of media folks that are that are going back into uh, Dr. Chow and and issues of the past with the Chargers and you know the the two don't seem to be related but you know in the effort to get the headline the 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 conflation begins be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Pacific there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It is over in the bubble. Was it my heat? Because you know I picked the heat to go to the NBA Finals before the playoffs started. Or was it Mike Celtics who picked the Celtics to go to the NBA Finals before the playoffs started? You know what? You're not going to need me to tell you. Let's just let a nice music montage with the big highlights of the night tell you exactly how this game ended. Tata, they reach in on him. Tata lost the ball, got it back, turned around, puts a jump, shut up, and hits it anyway. Well, five of six shooting, 11 points for Tata. Even he's got a big grin on his face after that one. Bam will set up the screen. Tata trying to find some space off the glass. Got it to go. 15 for Tyler. Oh, my goodness. Tata trying to find space. Tata, great step through. Up with it. Lay up and in. What a play. 20 points for Tyler Hero. What a Tata wants to go inside. Tata all the way in reverse. Lay up. Got it. 30 points for Tyler Hero. Timeout Boston. And I'm sure coach is saying, you see that guy wearing number 14? Someone get a handle on him. Iguodala back to Tata. Seven on the shot clock. Has Smart in front of him. Puts it over Smart for three. Got it to go. His fifth from downtown. 33 points by the rookie. I could be your hero, baby. Tyler Hero, the first rookie or the rookie in the NBA playoffs. 37 points. Most points in a conference final game. By a rookie, he is off the bench tonight, played 36 minutes, 37 points. He hit big threes, he hit big shots in the lane, he hit big free throws. The Heat beat the Celtics, 112-109, take a three games to one lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat, who I picked to, to go to the NBA Finals before the playoffs started, the Heat have this lead, Mike Harmon, and I'll tell you what, you know, we sometimes... The NBA is a difficult thing to break down, and then in retrospect, you look back and go, oh, here are all the clues. 
And, you know, we say it all the time, but you go back to every single playoff series in the NBA. I don't care who it is, but you look at any series and you look and say, okay, the Stars are going to give you X and Y, and there's going to be one or two games the winning team has where somebody does something completely unaccounted for. And that's the difference between moving on in the NBA playoffs and going home. Yes, it's about the Stars. The Stars need to play to their capacity, and normally the Stars do. We very rarely come off a playoff series and go, boy, Superstar X didn't do what he was supposed to do. It was, boy, oh, he could have done more. Oh, well, you know, LeBron was 30 and 15 and 12. He could have done more. And he could have scored 40. Why didn't LeBron score 50? That's, that's different. But rarely do we come off a series and go, boy, this superstar player, he only scored 14 a game. I mean, this, this is a 20. This is a guy that scores 25, 30 a game. You get your normal playoff series from the Stars. But every series, there's one or two games, and you go, not just, oh, we got a guy coming off the bench in the next factor. It's what is something that was completely unexpected? Because that's the difference. That's the difference in the box score. That's the game that pushes a team ahead. Sometimes it's game three. Sometimes it's a game five. Could be a game six or a game seven. This is one of those games where Tyler Hero, who normally comes off the bench and scores 12 or 15 points, the guy is that good, 37 off the bench. It is a complete X factor. And when you look back at the end of this series, you're going to circle this game and go, that was it. It was Tyler Hero. It wasn't Jimmy Buckets. It wasn't Adebayo. They had big games. Goran Dragic had a big game. It was this game, circle Tyler Hero. This is why the Heat are moving on and doing what they're doing. Every playoff series has that. What's the one game that completely we got something from a guy that no one expected in a million years, but you get it, and that's why they move on. Well, you get your two and th- two or three stars. I, I would s- submit that Jason Tatum being a bystander for a half of basketball helped uh, your Heat uh, to claim the victory as well. Not to diminish the the way intensity and the the manner in which the Heat play defense. Uh, just Tatum was was off the the first half. Field goals 0 for 7. Finished 10 of 15 in the second half. So my motivational speaking, mm-hmm. which is oh, available yeah, you to did. you if you inquire within at Swollen Dome. Um, <laughs> I too can get you back to reaching your potential and exceeding and blowing the roof off of all the limits that you've set for yourself. It must have been it must have been some kind of halftime speech, whether it was you getting through via text message or a phone call to Brad Stevens. Well, mental uh, telepathy is uh, is another (laughs) observed way to make that happen, buddy. Uh, But this was some kind of game, and clearly this was a game where both teams could sense the desperation. Right? If last night the Lakers didn't sense the desperation, right? You watch them play, and you go, okay. How can the Lakers be playing at the level they're supposed to be when Anthony Davis doesn't have a rebound until the fourth quarter mm-hmm. and LeBron has been to the free throw line twice through three quarters? Well, you they know, they uh, submitted a thing to the league to say, I want you reviewing this. Sure, because, you know, because LeBron <laughs> doesn't get to the free throw line. They don't, they don't ever send him to the free throw line. He never gets there. Uh, you could see the one team last night that knew, hey, if, if we, we don't win this, this is it for us. You know, yeah. So the, the Nuggets, you could tell, they played with that sense of desperation. And there was only one team that did so. The Lakers finally did it for six minutes to start the fourth quarter. Right. It was almost enough, but it wasn't. And, and, and this is why the Nuggets won. Both teams, tonight, you could tell the Heat were, okay, no, we're not giving this game up. This is not a game where we can, no. You could tell at the end, this was, we need to make the plays at the end because the 
Celtics are not going to go away. The Heat had a six-point lead for most of the second half, but the Celtics, they were finding it difficult, but everybody stepped up and hit big shots, right? You had Jimmy Buckets with big shots and big free throws. Tyler Hero, we talked about. Dragic always seems to make at least one or two clutch shots in the final two minutes that you're not counting on. I mean, this is a team that when it gets to the final couple minutes of a game, there is no panic. There is no stress. There is no, hey, uh, we, we don't know what's going on here. This is a team that has that grace under fire the final couple of minutes. The worst couple of minutes they had was the one game against the Bucks, where the foul was called that wasn't really a foul uh, that sent Middleton to the line for three free throws. And, of course, Jimmy Buckets wins it with the call later on. But this is a Heat team that you get to the final second, the final couple minutes of a game, and it's it's they, they stay with that level. There is no hesitancy. There's no who's going to take that. No, no, there's none of that. We don't know where the ball's going to go. We turn the ball over. We're going to take a bad shot. There is none of that because the offense runs through. Butler's our guy. Who's our other hot guy? It's Tyler Hero. And everything goes from there. And the Heat have figured it all out. And this is why, you know, I picked him to go to the finals before the playoffs started. And this is one of the – they knew who they were. They had figured things out. And here they are one game away from the NBA Finals. Well, and you go through it and you you peruse, you know, some of the play-by-play and and what we watch down the stretch. Uh, A terrible foul decision by Jimmy Butler. And you could say, ah, you got all ball, whatever. Uh, It's one of those plays you don't don't get up in the shooter. So you gave Kemba Walker three free throws and all of a sudden it's a two-point game with 9.2 seconds left. That's really the only thing you could point to or look at – the contribution of Hero, and it gets magnified by the fact that Jay Crowder and Duncan Robinson combined to go one of 14 from the field, right? You're looking at uh, six, well, three free throws for Robinson, six points total between the two of them. So they needed every bit of the heroics like mm. that uh, from Tyler Very Hero. Nice. To, to make it through uh, just a monster game. And, and obviously the celebration of young Tyler Hero, the rookies are all out thumping their chests. I saw some tweets from John Morant going, hey, you like this rookie class, huh? Uh, so, and you got a lot of contributors. You got a lot of guys that are making impact right away and none bigger than here on the grandest of stages in the conference finals to – Give them a commanding lead. Now, uh, you, you'd love to be able to say, "Hey, you know, you've got to shift through and and maybe go win on the uh, on the road, <laughs> the road court." But as we know, we're in the bubble, so the only thing that may change is the uh, striping on the socks. Now, I know the the the, front, the back page of the New York Post and the Daily News tomorrow are going to be about you know the Mets losing again and the Yankees and something bad about the Jets because the Jets are terrible. Of course. But what I really would like, because this is what I love to do, I'd love to write the back page headlines for the New York Post. I would want to write a headline and have an accompanying story that said, the hero that Gotham needed. And then in the, 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 the small type at the bottom, but Knicks choked on draft, more on page 74. And it would be a whole big column about how they should have taken Tyler Hero and R.J. Barrett stinks. And here's the first practice with Don, Tom Thibodeau. And what do you think? You should have had Tyler Hero. That, but I want to write that headline, the hero that Gotham needed. And superimpose Hero from tonight's game in a Knicks uniform. And then have the accompanying, why did we not draft Hero? R.J. Barrett stinks. The Knicks are a dumpster fire. That's what I would do. That's what I want the back page of the New York Post to be tomorrow. Would you have all the vanquished would-be heroes of all the New York teams uh, trampled underfoot? 
No, I would have all the first-round picks of the Knicks with X's over them from the past oh, few years. That's okay. what I would do. Just have it going like that way. All just right. Do, I just figured do, you'd do, want do, to do, throw do, Sam do. Darnold and some other people you know, in no. his wake. Listen, listen. We only have He's one trash. day for the Tyler Hero headline, okay? We, we have all season for bad Sam Darnold and Jets headlines, right? We have all – the whole season can go. We got, it's just the middle of September. We got October, November, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday. We got so much time for the Jets. We got one day for Tyler Hero. We got it's one Tyler day Hero's it. day, and we will celebrate him accordingly. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.